0: what up film fans how is everybody doing i hope you're all well Uh, i'm trying something new today a new format new layout i'm sitting on my sofa with all my comfort pillows and i'm gonna do a what's i guess it's a reaction video kind of feel a bit cheesy calling it that not to discredit people that do reaction videos but i haven't seen black panther wakanda forever yet and Not to sort of discredit Marvel, but I think a lot of us are getting a little bit fatigued with all the Marvel stuff. However, having said that, I did want to see this in the cinema and for, you know, just life getting in the way and happening and stuff. I wasn't able to, so I haven't seen it yet. Uh, It's on Disney Plus now. I haven't heard anything about it either. I've managed to avoid all spoilers for it. I haven't heard anything. I haven't even heard it is good. So... Let's give it a watch. I'll try and do a little bit of analysis as we go, and hopefully have some genuine reactions for you. And uh, yeah, let's, let's do it. This is Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Just getting straight in there with the. See, I obviously, same as pretty much everybody, must have been curious about how they're going to deal with uh, poor old. Um, I was going to say T'Challa, but that's obviously the character's name. Chadwick Boseman, the late, great Chadwick Boseman. I was wondering how they were going to deal with his unfortunate passing. Straight in there, straight off the bat. And already I'm starting to feel the feels. Also a very nice one-er so far. Got goosebumps, man. That's kind of nice. So, at first, I, I mean, I was definitely getting emotional. Definitely feeling the feels there. Is that it was a very well acted performance there by Letitia Wright. Um, really nice sort of oneer that was finally broken when was that her mum and T'Challa's mum came in. I can't quite remember what her who her character is. Um, so I don't know if it's the sadness of it being Chadwick Boseman that makes that scene sadder, or if that scene is sad just through the expert filmmaking of, um, you know, the team behind Black Panther. Uh, but either way, I was feeling stuff, so there it is. Um, but then it's nice to sort of cut to like a celebration of life, you know, we've got these all these extras here dancing and these really cool pure white like robe robes and garments and dresses and stuff. Um yeah, I think that's being, you know, like sort of a white British person, that's something that we don't do very well with funerals. It's like it's all very solemn and glum and I like seeing, you know I don't know if it's just from what I've seen in films, so I might be completely like uh, just making ignorant statements but you know if you see like a maybe a a Gaelic sort of funeral or something there is always a a, an important part of just sort of celebrating the life in a a merry way it's something that we don't really do in like white British sort of um, funerals so this is this was nice to cut to instead of the opening sort of sequence just being full-on sad and heavy it's nice to cut to this That was a great shot, say what you will about it maybe being CGI or whatever, but the two pillars, the stuff coming over the top, sunset, nice looking shot. Just quickly as well, the set design, the mise-en-scene, the props design and everything is already fantastic. Like, Did you see the design on that coffin that they had there? Real, real nice design. And this is a really nice tender moment, so I'm not going to talk over it, but the music's dropped, getting some close-ups. For anyone who might be new to my podcasts and maybe haven't seen or listened to them before, I'm a full-on crybaby, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> like I'm, You might have seen me welling up just then, i it's going to happen. It happens... Dude, i watch Star Wars and cry. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't care, man. I'm an actor. I'm supposed to be in touch with my emotions. So, you know. So, I am eating snacks. It's a three-hour movie. And I was hungry. So, I bought snacks with me. But well, I'm trying not to eat and talk. Like I'm doing now. But, without getting too political... I find this quite an interesting um, story beat. I don't know how it's going to play out. Like I said, I haven't seen this yet, but I find that quite an interesting story beat that the first thing that happens, obviously, after the funeral of um, T'Challa is it cuts to like a some sort of UN summon. I think it was. Summoned? Something like that. And they're saying, why isn't Wakanda sharing the Vibranium resource? and you know the you've got these what would otherwise be sort of powerful nations france etc sort of wanting in on on that resource and then again without getting too political does the the west as in england and america britain and america are we known for sharing our resources i don't know that we are do we maybe just go around the world like taking resources I think... Probably do. I don't... Do we export a lot? I don't know. Maybe someone can correct me on that. I don't mean to ruffle any feathers or anything, but... So it's quite an interesting... From my perspective now, it's quite an interesting story beat to sort of have the shoe be on the other foot, you know? That... Countries like England and America maybe aren't the better resourced or the most powerful in in the MCU right now don't know just thought maybe that was worth bringing up because it with film and film analysis you know it's all well and good saying this is a nice shot this is a nice performance or anything but what's the theme what's the undercurrent like i've used the example before so i'll, I'll wrap it up quickly now uh george a romero's uh, dawn of the dead the undercurrent theme is um well it's greed but there's a better word for it and that word is consumerism because you have all the zombies you know mindlessly going around the shopping mall in america sort of reminiscent of just mindless consumerism and all of that kind of stuff anyway you get the point on with the show is she super i know the what they're called Ah, what a shot to stop it on. Stab. I know that... I can't remember the name of their... Their group. Their, like, royal protector force. I can't remember the name of them. But... I don't remember them ever being superhuman or... Or... Eating that flower thing that... That gives the Black Panther their powers. But I'm pretty sure she just deflected bullets with her spear. Hmm... It's fucking Marvel, how could I complain that they're bending reality? But even that seems like a push I love a good conversation mid fight. It will not change under my watch. Just shows how proficient they are. They could just chat while they're kicking ass. for the identity of the attack. I have their heads on our plate. She's jacked. I wish I had fucking shoulders like that. Fair play to her. Jesus Christ. Atlantic Ocean. In the Atlantic, there was an ocean. For a second, I thought that was, um... Agatha, whatever her name is, from. <laughs> WandaVision. Jesus, why did it take me so long to remember that? All my life support is Fuck that for a job, man. Copy in. Just plonking down in a big old fucking spacesuit. No! We touched down. I ain't doing that for shit. One little leak, one little pipe burst, one little pressure malfunction—you turn into soup in a big tin man suit. Nah. No. Yeah, it's <laughs> astonishing. I've never seen a shoot up like this before. I've never seen a drill bit shoot up like this before. I'm so versed in. Drills. I don't even know who the villain is in this film, actually. I know nothing about this film. Is it Aquaman? Should you by a jellyfish? What is happening? Oh, swimmers. Are these the Wakandans? Wakanda? Is that? Is that the pluralization of people from Wakanda? Wakandonians? I like this banshee shit that's happening though. Are they all falling into a trance? They are. It literally is banshees, man. Is it banshees? Or mermaids? Where they like sing and lure sailors to their deaths. (laughs) This dude just watching all his crew Fucking attack. pencil dive into the water. She, know, she just knew. I got better have my protective earplugs with me in case people start chanting at me in the water. You need to send in. Oh, that in a then Oh! Wow. Ha-ha! <laughs> She's just like, Eat shit! Bam-bam-bam-bam-bam! She gonna throw that harpoons thing Right at your helicopter man I like your hat though I don't know anything about these villains do pause it right there um, We're sort of getting into the Realms of the MCU I think now Where I don't know tons about it Like the Infinity War stuff With the Infinity stones And all that I was a little bit more familiar with it because I remember watching um, the Fox Kids cartoons and stuff and I'm pretty sure they had like similar sort of plot points to that. These, these, This underwater malarkey I don't know a lot about so I don't know who those villains are, I don't know what they're doing. That was kind of interesting. Um, is it a bit Avatar Way of the Water? Who knows? Which is a banging film. <laughs> There's a really nice shot, even if it is CGI. Very pleasing color palette. I don't know if it's just because of the lighting setup I have here, but I can't see fucking shit. Right. I was experimenting with my lighting setup then to see if it is anything I'm doing, which makes me not able to see what's happening on screen. But it's not. I can't fucking see... Like, this scene. I can't see this fucking scene. And I get really annoyed with that in films. Like, don't film a scene with, like, great actors and great costume and great camera angles and everything. And then make it so fucking dark, we can't fucking see what's happening. You know? Because even if it's meant to be a horror scene. And the whole idea is, like, fear of the dark, fear of what's lurking in the dark or anything. You still need to fucking be able to see something. Otherwise, what are you afraid of? There's a whole lot of nothing happening. And it's completely distracted me from anything that this scene was doing. Like, this is, I guess, the villain, but it fuck knows what he looks like, because all I can see is those necklaces he's wearing. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> it's annoyed me, clearly. You see the wings on his ankles. No. I didn't see the wings on his ankles because I can't fucking see this scene up the brightness Jesus I can see now some fucking lights I love that actor by the way he's great in Us, the Jordan Peele movie underrated movie no negotiation with the fish, man. Just, you were. we should kill him. Is it just me, or so I can see my favorite colonizer. I really hope we're about to see Martin Freeman, because she called a Letitia Wright's character, Shiri, she called Martin Freeman a colonizer. In the first one, if you remember, you probably do. Have you guys seen that meme? I love it. I'll see if I if see if I can remember and I'll edit it into the video. But it's Andy Serkis and Martin Freeman, and because they were both in like Lord of the Rings projects, The Hobbit, and that uh, they the the meme is that they're the Tolkien white guys for the Black Panther franchise. <laughs> Great meme. Anyway, on with the show. Yeah, Martin Freeman! Who doesn't love Martin Freeman, man? He's class in everything he does. One of the things I really enjoy about the Black Panther films is, like, they have that whole, like, sort of James Bond secret agent kind of theme going on. Like, a lot of the um, MCU movies will adopt, like, a particular kind of theme. Like, um... Oh, what's it called? The second Captain America one, Winter Soldier, is like a kind of espionage war kind of movie. Um, And obviously Black Panther 1, it's very James Bond. You know, they do that casino infiltration thing before Andy Serkis shows up and they start fighting and all that. And like, look at these two here with that that amazing purple tracksuit Letitia's wearing. Doing some like secret agent shit. Like it's... It's a really cool uh like way to go with with this sort of franchise. I've got itchy knuckles. They say itchy palms is right to receive money, left to rece left to leave money or like lose money. What happens when you get itchy left knuckles? Go. Oh shit, am I getting recruit. No. How old are you? Nineteen. Brilliant at a young age. You look fourteen. No one's dorm has windows as cool as that, or as big as that. What? Okay, humor is one of the hardest things to do in a film, and some of the humor there worked. Some of it was a little bit clunky, um, but overall, I like that scene. And yeah, I'm gonna be harsh. I fucking I spend so many of these podcasts like talking about how much I like for film, how much I like for films, how much I like for speak. Ah, so yeah, I'm just going to be honest, and if I see something that doesn't really work or whatever, I'm going to call it out, because fuck it, might as well. Plus, the last few, like, especially the Star Wars stuff that I've posted, like, my last Jedi in defense of the amount of fucking shit I've (laughs) I've been getting from Star Wars fans. Hey, I'm allowed to dish out some shit myself, so fuck it. The soundtrack to this film is pretty banging, to be fair, like... This just, um, you know, like, suspense building music is still within the fe- theme of Wakanda. I'm gonna say it is Marvel with their, like, just all these fucking genius, like, teenagers or, or adults, like, so many geniuses in the MCU, right? Or just in Marvel in general, Peter Parker, Iron Man slash. What's the fuck's his name? Tony Stark, uh, Shuri, this fucking kid, Bruce Banner. That's five straight off the top of my head. Why are there so many? Like maybe that's part of the fatigue. There's just like the same fucking character reoccurring and reoccurring in different fucking forms. Anyway, oh I can't see shit again. You can fly, so who gives a fuck? Bridges. Hold your breath! Yeah, don't worry about the civilians that that drone might land on. Just killed bear police. That's a great shot. That's been the best moment of this chase sequence so far. Water bomb. What? They ride killer whales? And just full on like sperm whales. Question I don't know shit about these people. Are these the Marvel equivalent of like Aquaman's lot, but villain? Villainous. Villainous. They gotta be, ain't they? I like that they're just chilling with sea... Sea creatures. Killer whales and shit. Orcas. Hey, she blue. I love a fight scene without music. You can hear every blow, every scream. And it always makes you feel like someone's about to die. Ha! Did he bounce that off his belly? Martin! Looks a good nick, doesn't he? Maybe I'll drop by sometime and jump on your peloton. Howdy.
1: Bit forward that was a bloke She'd
0: be getting me too'd No one else saw that yet All them cones out on the broken glass No one saw the fucking Shiny metallic vibranium Fucking bracelet That Was a monologue And a half wasn't it uh, let me just make sure I... Angela Bassett, yeah. I just wanted to get her name right. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was that. Um, what a fucking... Wow! Wow! Like, okay. I, I I went through a little bit of a section just then where I sort of insulted this movie quite a lot. I am enjoying it. Uh, and I will say that, like, there's... Stuff like... Wait, did she get an Academy Award nomination for this? Is that going to completely derail my entire fucking point that I was about to make? Um, Because I was about to say that, like, with these superhero movies, uh, you don't... There's a few exceptions to the rule. Heath Ledger's Joker. um, And... Oh, my God, I love this actor. Yaqueen Phoenix's Joker, um, which, you know, it's... People might question whether that counts as a superhero movie, but it's definitely a comic book movie. But with these superhero movies, there's a lot of... Yeah, Best Performance by an Actress in a Supporting Role. She got an Oscar nomination, and rightly so. Uh, yeah, there's a, the, often there's, like... They tend to only get nominations for, like, the practical effects or the CGI or sometimes the soundtracks, whatever. But when it comes to, like, the actual performances they can quite often be overlooked and I'm not sure why because when you're dealing with things so far beyond the real like I always thought Robert Downey Jr. probably deserved one I know there was a massive like internet sort of twitter hashtag campaign for him to get one but I always thought he kind of deserved at least a nomination for the work he did as Tony Stark because like when you're dealing with these like really, really huge scale, huge stakes kind of scenarios, you know, like for example, the whole Thanos story arc uh, fucking half the universe being wiped out, that's that's the stakes, that's what's at play, is you could potentially lose half of all things so to deal with the gravitas of that as an actor, it where that's such a it's like trying to you know imagine a million of a thing like you you can imagine a hundred individual things but then trying to imagine a million of them it's almost like too much for your brain to comprehend and you can't really picture like a million individual things right so it's kind of like that like if you're talking about if you're doing a scene where you're it's like two characters, and you're talking about maybe the the relationship ending, and one of the characters doesn't want the relationship to end. That's a lot more human level. You can generate that a lot easier. You've got probably like lived in experience you might be able to draw on. but when you're dealing with like real sort of huge scale things like the Thanos stuff, it's very hard, I would imagine, to bring the required sort of like uh, energy and emotion and believability to the table to the point where you might you could almost forgive an actor for not like phoning it in but maybe not sort of biting into that as much as they should but the great actors will always find the sort of smallest minutiae and the smallest detail to sort of focus on to make sure that they're not being lost to this grandiose you know um set of stakes for example, uh, so yeah, I I feel like I've sort of w- walked myself into a, a circle or something here, but like yeah, my point is, a lot of the performances in these uh, superhero comic book movies and all that are sometimes really, really fucking brilliant performances, and Angela Bassett, there, literally, she caught me off guard. Uh, that was that was some good shit, and also look at this lovely symmetrical shot we've stopped on. So. By the way, people just be stabbing spears into every floor they find in this film. Like, they they must have, like, a bricklayer or a plaster or whatever just following them around, like, you know, putting putty and cement and stuff into all these floors that they're just destroying with their fucking spears. Anyway, where's my controller? There it is. I'm going to say this, and I don't want this to sound creepy. It's meant as a compliment. The Putinango is not only a phenomenal actress, phenomenal, that speaks for itself, Oscar nominations, blah blah blah. The most beautiful person in Hollywood and it ain't even close. That's all I'm gonna say. They got really they got there really quickly from from going, fuck, I've still got so much more of this film to watch. <laughs> this is a long film, dudes. Um, they got there really quickly from being like, "I have to kill the scientist." Oh wait, let her come live with me in Wakanda. Oh, I don't know about that. And then let me see your village. Okay, let's go. It just happened very fast, but maybe they were also aware of the runtime in this film. I don't know, man. I, I, I worry that I'm just slagging this off too much, but these underwater scenes the CGI maybe it's just because I've recently seen Avatar way of the water and that film is glorious but this is Marvel Studios man you should have the money to maybe make this a little bit better <laughs> I don't know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who's the fucking villain meant to be in this film then man like if this guy and his crew are meant to be the villains they kind of just leaned in pretty heavily to like justifying why they're doing what they're doing seems like they can all just come to some sort of reasonable agreement they're exchanging jewellery now supposed to no, not like these people Jewish, yes, I do. Oh, yeah he's a bit of a dick again so I thought they were well no they were doing the whole like oh I've got reasonable motive thing that was something they did so well in the first Black Panther with killmonger they did that so well of giving you a villain that's so three-dimensional you know with with so many intricacies and and almost in a way, a quite a noble motive for their dastardly deeds that you couldn't help but sort of watch the first Black Panther and think like, mm, maybe Killmonger's um, got something right to say. I mean, even in a way with Thanos as well, like his whole motive for doing what he's doing, you are kind of like, well, I kind of see where you're coming from, purple man. Uh, but it's it's the execution of their motive that makes them villainous, right? And they were sort of sh- trying to show us the softer side of, of this character. I don't know this character's name. This mermaid man. And, you know, you sort of say, <sighs> yeah, okay, you're defending your people and all that you could, by all accounts, it looks like they could just stay down there. It doesn't look like they need to go all-out war with the world yet. And then he's threatening to kill Shuri and XYZ. So, yeah, he's back in, in the decade corner. Um, I'm, str- I'm just going to say, I'm struggling to give a fuck. Maybe it's because I'm tired. I'm struggling to give a fuck about the characters and the stakes and stuff. Maybe they are trying to squeeze a lot in, and which is why the runtime is nearly three hours long, and maybe why we're not getting as much sort of stuff fleshed out as we maybe should. Now, uh, I'm struggling to give a fuck. So, I'm going to pause this and go for a piss. Also, as well, you've got to remember that these are just my opinions you know other people may really really enjoy this film some people may hate this film i haven't decided how i feel about this film yet i've been quite vocal about the parts of it so far that i haven't enjoyed like not being able to see anything some of the story beats and motives and things at the moment have been a little bit rushed probably could have done with being a little bit more fleshed out but then this is already quite a long runtime for the film i don't know where where it's going to happen we're getting into the last hour or so of it now so um but there are parts i have enjoyed the individual actor performances have been pretty great the costume design has been pretty awesome the set design bar the occasional bit of dodgy cgi has been pretty awesome the soundtrack's been great it has had some good moments so far but let's see how it plays out before I decide if I... care. <sighs> Look at me sitting here, eating my chocolate, judging... Filmmakers... who are doing shit I can't do. <laughs> Thank you. They will never think of approaching... Talokan. Aren't you gonna kill them all? How are they gonna approach stuff when they're dead? Consistency. It has been yeah, I think they're under attack. <laughs> oh Winston Juke's such a dude. I forgot he can fly. So is he like Aquaman crossed with Who is the ancient Greek guy? Who is the ancient Greek guy that had the fucking winged feet flew flew too close to the sun? It's like a cross between him and that guy, uh, that guy in Aquaman. I'm tired. <laughs> I shouldn't have chosen to do this tonight. But we're here now. Just gonna use that to make a new Black Panther flower. Cause she's smart. Okay, so I'll hold my hands up and say I was entirely wrong. When he got to the crash scene and he picked up the beads and I was like, no one else noticed those beads? I was wrong. She did. And she bugged them. It's alright. Yeah. I thought I was being smart. I was being stupid. So seriously, the So seriously, what they call it, they just call it the heart-shaped herb. There's no more like an imaginative name for that. Just come up with something that sounds Latin. I thought there was an actual name for it. But if she's just calling it the heart-shaped herb, heart-shaped box like Nevada. (laughs) Also, I feel like all the technology she's got at her disposal, like being able to just throw like holograms of shit up and all the stuff that Tony Stark had, all those robots helping him build stuff and all the technology. I feel like I would look like a genius if I had all those utensils at my disposal, you know, because I'm so ADD, like I spin all these plates anyway. So if I get wow, oh, that's the shit happening there and that's the stuff happening. I would I'd get stuff done, too. I could do science. In that spot. <laughs> How old were you when you built your first machine? Three? You were three. You're a child prodigy, but you're three. You you three. I was blowing snot bubbles when I was three. They should just dish that shit out to like I know it's their tradition and stuff, but Lupita Nyong'o can I have some. Yeah, a can I have some? more of a chance of winning right they've got loads now they can just print that shit i don't know what superhero she's meant to be is she the new iron man the equivalent of i don't know i don't care (laughs) something tells me they'll be okay because they're landing in water and they like water okay that's the most that's like the most impressive thing this film's done for a while not to say that other stuff it hasn't done hasn't been impressive but that particularly then up in the stakes of their sonic emitter being destroyed and then seeing these whales with all the troops and that come from the sort of shadowy water with that real sort of unnerving score of that like throat singing stuff i'm not gonna imitate it but that was really cool it was a real sort of like um, a sort of tension shift you know I liked it <laughs> that was cool yeah. good utilisation of whales fights without that music again just ups the sort of uh, ferocity of the fight that's not sure. They lied to us. Why don't you go check it out? Okay. It's fucking branches, mate. We gotta check out. Obviously, sure he's done it, but as far as he knows... So nothing to check out. Why isn't she being queen? I don't get it. I get it now. I would go live with Limpet and the too. Everything is ready. And she's gonna bind the robes. <laughs> she threw that behind the fire. It wasn't on top of the fire. Can't get me with your tricks. That was a really nice little montage bit there for Chadwick. That was nice. I wouldn't say too much about it. You can see how nice it was. And we're at the end. Okay. I'm going to skip through in a minute and see if there's... post credit stuff like there always is in Marvel stuff. Um, I apologize if throughout that film I was harsh towards it. There was just some stuff that, you know... You got, you got a cool call it like it is sometimes, if something's not working in the film whatever it might be, especially because I know that I have a tendency to just sort of gush with admiration for a lot of the films I analyse and all that um that's because I have good taste (laughs) and this is a reaction and these were my honest reactions so, there we go Uh, but for the most part that was pretty good but it was a bit run of the okay, so some lovely touching tributes to Chadwick and some nice, sort of... uh, like, sensitive ways to, sort of, deal with legacy and the passing of the torch and that kind of stuff. But, aside from that, it was a little bit generically formulaic as far as Marvel movies go. Uh, Like, every now and then, the Marvel will put out a film that just exceeds all that kind of stuff and, you know, really stands itself apart from the rest of the mcu in terms of like genuinely being a a fantastic film in and of itself not just sort of another like cog in the kind of mcu behemoth not to discredit those but like if you look at the the quality of like thor ragnarok versus love and thunder it's quite obvious which one of those is the better or The Winter Soldier is easily one of the best in the entire franchise and that is an exceptional film but that would be an... an, If you took all the superhero Marvel stuff out of that and, you know, made it... I don't know, you could potentially even replace some of the characters and stuff with, like, Jason Bourne and it would be, like, a fantastic espionage spy thriller, you know? Um, Yeah, so this one was a little bit... Flavor of the week, as it were. Um, and I don't... I swear Marvel used to have, like, some of the best CGI in the business. You know? But I'm not the only one to say this. That I've seen this a lot online. Like, the MCU's CGI, apart from in, like, the big... collaborative ones like the Avengers and that, the sort of later films in the series that they're putting out... CGR is leaving a little bit to be desired. Which is strange, given the money that Disney has. So yeah, let's see what these behind the scenes, not behind the scenes, these post-credit things got to say for themselves. Sorry, Rihanna, we're skipping your song. I'm pretty sure Rihanna sings this. Oh, Ludwig Gronson did this. I'm pretty sure he was the guy behind, um, yeah, Rihanna. There we go. Um, Ludwig, I'm pretty sure he was the guy behind the Mandalorian theme tune, so fair play to him. Can we join you now? Already fucking have, but... (laughs) I mean, could have seen that coming a mile away, but that was still very nice. Aww. Um... Yeah! Uh, It was alright, you know? It was a Marvel movie. It wasn't one of the greatest Marvel movies I've ever seen. It wasn't it sounds rude to compare, but it wasn't as good as the first Black Panther. Uh, yeah, it was alright. It was right. Um, I'll digest it for a bit, maybe, and maybe I'll have something else to say about it. But yeah, there was another Marvel movie. They do make films. <laughs> Marvel's never going to hire me for shit. (laughs) Fuck it. Um, Please do rate, review, subscribe. I'm going to go to fucking sleep now. Bye.